Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. This is timely. It's always timely. <laughs> We're like, what happened uh, in your job this week? What happened in your relationship this week? Let's talk about it. Uh, what is going on, bestie? This is Jill. And this is Danny J. What we got today. Oh my gosh. So I want to talk about hiring shit out. And uh, this is business. Yes. But also house and chores and all totally. the things like, when do you stop doing everything yourself? And this is like, this is definitely timely because it's going on in my life and I know your life, but it's also an interesting mindset, um, that I think has to be developed or maybe, you know, we just did the money, money mindset episode. And I think that this kind of ties into some money mindset stuff, actually not oh. even kind of, it definitely does. Uh, and part of it is, you know, may, maybe how you're raised. I know how I was raised was when I grew up, we did all the work ourselves, right? Like my dad fixed his own cars. My dad did all the handyman stuff. He put up the fans. He did like when they got new tiles in the house, they laid the tiles. And I, when I got married, I remember we were doing home like renovations and we had a ceiling fan we bought and it sat on the fucking floor for like eight months. And I'm like, when are you going to put the fan up? And my husband was like, we need to hire an electrician. I'm like, what do you mean? I guess in my mind, I just thought (laughs) men knew how to do this stuff. And I never, my parents never in our lives ever hired anybody professional to do something. They just did it. And so I guess I assumed that like men figured stuff out, but it was all, it was also about just saving money. If we do it ourselves, we'll save money. If we do it ourselves, we'll save money. I never really got the save time aspect until much later as becoming an entrepreneur. Like sometimes you pay to save more time or Cause somebody actually knows how to do the fucking thing that you don't know how to do. Right. And way better than you. And actually, <laughs> yes. and here's like an insight. Actually, they like it. Right. Too. Like yes. some people love that kind of stuff. And I definitely learned that as an entrepreneur too. Yeah. So I think, you know, right before we got on, I'm in the middle of hiring a VA and this company that I'm working with, they actually give me two VAs so that I can basically, I don't I don't really want to say they compete against each other, but I get two VAs to have them do a lot of tasks. And so I'm working with both of them. So I'm trying to find enough things for them both to do. That's not overlapping. And at the same time, trying to judge their work. And this is my people pleasing issue too. I'm like, I like them both. How do I let one go? And Jeff's just like, just cut one. It doesn't matter. And I'm going, I'm making (laughs) such a big deal, but you know, it's back to that even, um, stuff they like doing things that I'm not that good at. They're literally, I had them do a task, which was make the 300 poster. Hopefully you guys have seen it. If not, you will see some more on Instagram. I only have it in the Facebook group right now, but I I thought it would be a really cute idea. We did the photo shoot and my vision was to have it more with graphics, but then I was just going to personally take it and probably just blur the background and I don't even know what I would do with fonts or something. It would look, it would look ghetto. Like I'm not good at graphic design. So because I couldn't think of anything for them to do right away, because I wasn't home. I said, can you guys make this? And it looks so good. It looks like the 300 movie posters. They did such a good job, way better, like Jill's point, way better than I could have done. And I remember interviewing them and they both said they like doing graphic design. They like making things like this, which I 
do not like doing that. I'm not good. It's not even that I don't like, I'm just suck at it. I suck at it. And it just takes so long too. Like some people have that part of their brain where they just love being on Canva all day and like, can't get off it. I'm just like, it's fine. It's 80% of the way there. Let's go. (laughs) And all my shit looks all different. And yeah. So you have to have a brain that really likes doing those tasks. It's funny because I don't know. I mean, it sounds like Jeff and you are sort of on the same page. Keith and I are not right. Mm. So he's as a fireman and a paramedic, they do everything around the station. Like he always says every time he's like cleaning the kitchen or whatever, he'll be like, I'm a fireman, babe. I can't go to bed until everything's cleaned up. And whereas I'm just like, oh, I don't know how magically those dishes will get clean. I'm just going to leave them there for now. So, you know, like I don't, I I definitely do not like errands, but for him, not only is it he's used to it, but Mm -hmm. he is in the very, he's like saving money. That's his thing. Whereas I'm like saving time. And, and so we sort of separated out. I'm like, cool. If you want to take the time to do your own, whatever it is, put your own bike together. I'm going to be hiring a task rabbit. I mean, to be fair, he's put my bike together as well, but oftentimes I'm just like, no, like we have other stuff to do. Let's get someone in here to do it. I don't know, probably could do it better, could do it faster. I'm happy to pay, but it is definitely a mindset shift uh, for sure. Cause I wasn't always like that. I was definitely like, I'll do everything myself and figure it out. Same. I kind of feel like cheating hiring somebody. Yes. Yeah. Do it all yourself. (laughs) It feels like you're saving money and it does feel like you're cheating. And it's interesting because it started, I actually saw my mom make this shift. She was very OCD, wanted everything clean on Saturdays. We had to get up and do chores and we would work for four hours cleaning on Saturdays. Like, and she said, this is how she was raised. Her dad was in the military. And I'm like, great. You're not. So why do we have to do what your your grandma did? But it was a big deal to clean. And then she ended up hiring someone to clean the house off and on. And I saw that it made a big difference for her and it saved so much time and also resentment, you know, especially when, when it comes to chores, like if one person is always cleaning up and the other person doesn't care as much, maybe they're just a little bit more lax. The other person is like, wants everything clean. Then you start resenting the person who's not cleaning all the time. If you can hire a cleaner who cleans it all up once in a while, then it helps eliminate some of these uh, marital or relationship frustrations too. We have a cleaner um, and it's- I think it's a generational thing, to be honest. Like the thing you were saying about your mom, I remember my mom was was very much like that too. And I don't know why, I think I grew up in an Irish Catholic family- And it was always a race to martyrdom, like in my Mm. family, it was always just like, who can be the one, the most put out, who does the most for everybody, who provides the most, who's the, who's, you know, who has, who gets, you know, the short end of the stick for whatever reason, I think that our parents' generation definitely had that. I remember being like, you couldn't even sleep in. Like I remember being on like Saturday morning, my mom would have the vacuum and be vacuuming outside of my bedroom door and like slamming the vacuum into my bedroom door. Meanwhile, it's like 7.30 on a Saturday. I'm like, why do I need to be awake right now? What are we doing that can't be done at 10 or nine or whatever. Right. And it's like, I don't know what that is. It feels maybe lazy. Yeah. You are parents generation where I'm just like, why does it need to be done now? Like, I don't at all get upset by that, but I've definitely dated people who like wanted to be up early and they feel like they need to get up. And like, that's how they derive a sense of self-worth is like, I'm doing stuff. What are you doing? Yeah. And meanwhile, if my mom could see me now, I don't do shit. I mean, I do a lot, obviously, <laughs> but I don't do anything. And there's also a shame associated with it, especially as a, a woman. And I'm sure men feel this way too. If they can't be the, like, I'm going to put the fan together or I'm going to fix this thing that just stopped working. And I have certainly had the shame around, I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. That's what I should be doing as a good partner, as a good wife. 
and you just have to get right with that, you know, and just admit that number one, you're not good at it. It's okay to say that. Some people love cooking. Some people love cleaning. It's okay to say I'm not good at it. And number two, it's okay to say, I want to get this off my plate so I can spend my time elsewhere. It's not like I'm watching television while someone's cleaning my house or something. You know, it's like I'm actually doing other things. And that's the whole point is it leverages your time to do the things that you are good at and that actually makes more money so you can continue to hire out. And that's what's hard. It's like, it's a cash 22, isn't it? It's like, do you hire out and then use that time, trust that you'll use that time to then make more money? Or do you keep trying to do it yourself and then never get to the point where you can outsource, you know? So it's like, you kind of have to choose. And that was the very first thing that I outsourced was someone to clean the house. And when I started Jill Fit and I, it was 50 bucks twice a month. And I literally said to myself, how can I make an extra hundred dollars a month? How can I do that? And so when we talk about outsourcing or getting help or whatever, one of my biggest pet peeves that I hear people saying is like, well, of course, Oprah, you know, is successful as she is because she has everyone doing everything. And the, and the answer is she does have everyone doing everything now. Of course she can be, but at some point she had to take the risk. At some point she had to take the risk to, to offload something on her plate to get her time back, to be able to be as successful as she can, but that's a choice. So it's a choice to continue. Everyone can find a hundred bucks to pay someone. Not only is it the time that you're getting back from not doing the cleaning or whatever the thing is, it's the mental energy. I don't know about you, like yes. the cleaning shit takes an hour, right? Like an hour, two hours max. It's the dreading of it. Oh, I didn't do that it. this weekend. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, it's getting worse. And it's like this anxiety. That's really what's draining your mental energy. It's not the actual doing of it, right? So it's all the, the time around it when you could just know that someone's coming every two weeks and it's getting done. Yes. I, so a couple of things I was dying laughing as you were talking about your mom vacuuming in the morning. So I was just like <laughs> same against the door. Ridiculous. Um, but also th- to the point of Oprah, I think even in our generation, I remember growing up watching Charles in charge and it was like these rich families that had a nanny or, or had a mate or even the Brady bunch, right. They were a big family and they had Alice as their maid. And so it seemed like something like other people could have and maybe, for an average middle American family, that wasn't something you would splurge on or do. And so this is the great thing about outsourcing and hiring out is like, you don't have to have a full-time Alice living in your home. You can have someone come twice a month to clean. You can hire a VA to do some email tasks for four to $10 an hour and just work for five to 10 hours a week. So there's so many small things that you can get off your plate to make things easier for you. And it's funny when you said, um, you're not just having your cleaning lady come and you're watching TV. Because a couple of years back when I lived in Venice, one of my big problems was I would travel a lot. I'd come home and I never put my stuff out of my, like I never unpacked my suitcase. And it just felt, it, again, it was the mental energy. It just felt like I was never comfortable in my place because I had a suitcase on the floor. I had my stuff, my clothes everywhere. I didn't know where anything was. And for some reason I had this block about putting my shit away. I just couldn't seem to do it. And I still do with clothes. I just hate folding clothes. I hate hanging them. I will do laundry all day, but clothes I cannot stand. So I hired someone on TaskRabbit to come and put my stuff away. I was in a studio apartment. So that was so small and uncomfortable. (laughs) She's putting, she's putting clothes away. And I'm like, I can't sit here just watching her. So I better do some fucking work. So I'm sitting there over (laughs) in the corner, like on my computer, like I need to make money right now because otherwise this is ridiculously unjustified (laughs) for me to just wash or put my clothes away. I can picture this because I know your place. (laughs) That would be so uncomfortable. 
Oh yeah. Is there like in your space and you're like, hey, what's up? Like, and you're just doing nothing, sitting on the couch. Yeah, that would be awkward as fuck. But then you have to justify it. You go, well, yes. I better make money, otherwise I can't I afford her. I was like, why am I doing this if I just want to watch her? Because if I'm watching her, then I might as well be doing it myself. It's a simple task, just mentally, you know, messing me up. But you so- know what though? It's good that you acknowledged it and you didn't beat yourself up about it. I think that's the hard thing is just going. I wish that I could put this stuff away and I keep having the best intentions to put this stuff away. And I keep looking at it and like lecturing myself and like being mad at myself for not doing it when I could just hire it out and then not have to feel bad about it. So it's a choice to feel bad about the things that you're not quote unquote, not doing, but there's someone out there who can do it better, likes it. And also like, I forget who I heard this from, but it made, it made a lot of sense to me. Like someone who like wants the money. You know, like it's great to be able to provide a job for someone, you know? And again, like you said, it's not like a full-time, I forgot about Alice, a full-time Alice in your house or like (laughs) Oprah, where you have like a million personal assistants, but someone doing something for a couple, we talk about obviously in business, like getting a VA or having someone, you know, personal assistant, people think they need to give them 40 hours worth of shit to do. There's probably not even 40 hours worth of stuff in your business to do. It's five hours and everyone can find that cash. You could do that for as cheaply as like a hundred bucks a month for five hours a week for somebody, you know? I love that about giving it to other people who need it or want it to. I mean, there's so many times in my life as a student, um, when I was young in my twenties, just, I want to make extra money. I want to do things. I love doing these extra tasks. Literally I did, I would look for things. Literally I'd go to, I went to a flower shop on Valentine's day and I just asked if I could deliver flowers because I knew that would be a busy time of year. I would do a lot of different things just to make extra cash. So, you know, for VA work, there's, there's websites like Fiverr, there's Upwork, there's uh, a lot of, there's a lot of different sites you can hire VAs, but you can also just post in your like next door app or your Facebook groups locally. Maybe somebody can run errands. We were just chatting right before we recorded because I've been so busy. Haven't been able to really leave the computer or the desk today and have no groceries. I'm out of milk. I need milk for my coffee. I'm out of a good handful of things. And I'm like, I just need to get Instacart and have somebody, you know, deliver. And literally just need to, I don't even have time to put the order on Instacart is the problem. I'm like, I need to (laughs) tell Siri to tell Instacart to get me somebody, but having somebody do these small things, it sometimes feels maybe, uh, like frivolous or ostentatious, but it's really honoring yourself too. And I think, you know, you hear so much about self-care and, and, you know, women, you need to take care of yourself and self-care isn't really all about like getting massages and facials. It's like taking your time back. So you actually have the energy to enjoy your family, to enjoy your partners, to enjoy your business. Because if you are, I mean, let's be real. A lot of you listening, have a full-time job. You're doing a online business on the side. You don't have time to also do chores and to do the grocery shopping and to do all the other things and then still be a really good mom, a really good wife or partner. Um, and then like have hobbies and activities and friendships. It's too much. And you can't outsource your friends. You can't outsource your relationship. You can't outsource being a mom. So try to find the things that you can outsource that, mm-hmm. that again, like back to what you said is that probably take up the most mental energy. If someone were to ask me what to outsource first, I would say the things that take up the most mental energy and Shalene Johnson, she has a podcast and I actually heard her say this at a conference. I went to, um, marketing impact Academy in 2014. I don't remember the name of her housekeeper. Let's just say her name is Juanita. She goes, Juanita made me a million dollars. And she goes, let me explain. She goes, I always wanted the house clean and I worked from home. And anytime I would get up to do my work, 
I would see dishes and I need to put them away. And she said she couldn't focus on her work until the house was clean, but she would end up cleaning so much of the house that she didn't end up doing her work. And so it just turned into this vicious cycle. And so she hired this lady, we'll call her Juanita. And since she kept the house clean, now Shalene had to focus on her work and she actually grew her business. So she always says that this housekeeper made her a million bucks. And I really believe that's that's possible. And I think for some of us, it is the mental energy. There are times where there's, I cannot focus on my work if I'm staring at a pile of clothes and laundry. And then I'm sitting there thinking I should be doing work. And then I'm thinking I should be doing laundry. Instead, I'm doing neither. I'm just sitting there paralyzed, unable to do anything. So totally. Even the clothes thing, just recently, I told Jill, it's about a month ago. I hate putting the clothes away. We have this extra bedroom that pretty soon all of the clothes from the dryer kept piling up on this bed. And I hired some lady to come literally fold my clothes and put them away. And I'm not going to do that weekly, but I don't know. Actually, I might do it weekly. (laughs) Do you go (laughs) through that many clothes in a week? (laughs) But it's like one of those things that it was bothering me so much. I knew I could do it. And I'm like, am I going to do it though? Am I going to enjoy doing it? When will I find the time? And by the time I get it done, am I just doing another load of laundry and it's just going to pile up again? So I finally just brought somebody in. And the big piece too is when there's something on your list over and over, if you're trying to figure this out, I say, do it, delegate it or delete it. So you either got to figure it out, do it yourself, or you delegate it to someone else who can, or you just decide you're not going to do the task. I know we've talked a lot about this and Jill's talked about this a lot, that some things just don't get done. So some of those things you could just take off the list. Okay, cool. The clothes aren't going to get done. I'm not going to worry about it, but if it's still creating uh, something in your brain, like you can't let it go. If it's, you're beating yourself up, maybe it's time to delegate it to someone who some people love folding clothes. They like have this I don't know. Yeah. It's like meditative. Yeah. And and also people's brains work differently where they like checking shit off a list. They like getting things done. You know, we've done whole episodes on like productivity versus busy. And I think, you know, there's obviously we've done, we've talked about like mode switching, how, you know, you don't want to do like a lot of different kinds of tasks in the same day for a productivity standpoint. Like for example, if you're trying to, maybe you are still seeing clients in person, like as a personal trainer, you don't want to like see a bunch of clients, then have like a little break and like try and write a social media post and like get more clients again. Then you have to like come home and you have to like do check-ins for online clients. Oftentimes that switching between like more front-facing client work and like more back-end administrative stuff or creativity work takes a lot of mental energy to switch back and forth. Sort of what you're talking about between like working laundry, working laundry, but most people just do all things every day. So if you can sort of organize your week to where like, these are my, like, I, I have like one errand day. I'm like one day a week, I will do errands. I fucking hate errands. I hate driving around. I hate parking lots. I hate going anywhere, like in my car, especially in LA. I just go one day. That's it. And I knock out everything. If I'm like getting my nails done, if I have to go to CVS, if I got to go to Whole Foods and get stuff, like I just go and I do all of that in one day. Now, every once in a while, I have to like run out to the store or something. But for the most part, that's just my day that day. I don't try to, you know, have a bunch of client calls. Like if I'm on a client call day, that's it. I don't do shit. I fucking door dash shit to my house. That's it. And like, so I think if you can minimize mode switching, here's how you'll know if you are just busy and not productive, you'll get to the end of the week and you'll feel exhausted 
and you'll be feeling as if you were like running around all week long, but you look back and you have nothing to show for it. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before. I often think that this idea of just checking shit off the list for the sake of like, it gives you a dopamine hit, right? Oh, did that, did that, did that. It gives you a dopamine hit, which is nice. I feel like I'm productive. I feel like I'm doing stuff. I feel like I'm um, worthy or important or whatever it is. But when you look at what you've actually done, and that's the whole point, like what we're talking about here is the difference between busy and productive. Some tasks just need to get done, but they don't need to get done by you. And even if we've, we've done episodes before, I I talked about uh, my cleaning gal, Adriana, who has been with me for seven years, she puts my shit back all the time in the wrong place, but it's better than me doing it because it's not going to get done. So when I look at, like when I weigh the pros and cons and I'm like, okay, I could tell Adrian and spend the time being like, okay, so this is the sports bra section. And this is the, I put my pants here and my socks here. I just have a fucking figured out huge pile of clothes downstairs. And I'm like, just put them wherever you think. And I'll occasionally not be able to find something or find something random in a random draw, but it's better than what I was doing with the clothes, which was nothing. (laughs) And so you have to also be okay with like, maybe someone's not going to do it like you, but can they get it 80% of the way there and 90% of the way there? You know, I have, um, I work with Sarah and if you guys have ever emailed into JillFit, Sarah's my VA. She's been with me since 2014. She does all of our emails. Now, does she answer them exactly how I would? No, but she does a great job. And I never think about email. Like Shantae will send me something and be like, check your email. Cause she knows I just don't even look at email. So mentally I have so much more free like headspace to do the big dial movers that continue bringing money into the business so they can keep paying Sarah, keep paying Adriana, keep paying our whole team. And so you really have to figure out what's that leverage point for you. And if you find yourself getting bogged down in tons of little, like, you know, checking the boxes and these small tasks, ask yourself what you're procrastinating on. What are you not doing? What are you just doing a bunch of errands so you can avoid doing the big thing, the big thing that's actually going to move the dial for you? And of course, you know, I want to validate that if you're scared because you want to start a business or you want to grow your business or you have these other things that are really scary, it's easy to just go pick up the laundry. (laughs) It's easy to just run to CVS real quick because we are putting off, it's it's just sort of a version of procrastination, I guess, because the other thing feels so big and scary. This episode is brought to you by Maddle stand-up inflatable paddle boards. Love Maddle. <laughs> so, you know, if you haven't gone paddle boarding, one, if you're an active person and like activities, it's super fun activity. It's very, uh, I don't want to say it's easy to do, but it's something that if, as long as you can stand, um, it's something that just about anybody can do. And it's a great activity to get outside. Good for your balance. Good for your core. And Maddle makes it so easy to do because they have these amazing paddle boards that are inflatable, which one of the reasons why this is great is if you've seen these boards are huge. huge. (laughs) So if you like live in an apartment or something to have the space to put it, even if you have a garage, it just takes up a lot of space. So these you can pack up into a nice backpack. I mean, it's not small, but like it's portable packed. Everything comes in this, like I just packed mine up the other day. 
the pump goes in there, the fins go in there, everything fits in the back. Yep. It's and amazing. It's, I know. And it's, um, it is so easy to just take on the road or like just take somewhere like, cause where we live, it's interesting. They have places where you can like store your, your stand up paddleboard and pay like, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month or something to store that. This is so much easier, especially if you live somewhere that you just don't have the space. And if you have multiple people in your family, like maybe it's not just you that want to go, you want to go with your partner, you want to go with your, bring your kids. And, um, the designs are actually really fun too for kids. Like get on to go to Maddleboards.com check out all the different designs that they have let your kids choose which one they want and use the best life discount code at checkout to get $50 off and y'all these are some of the most affordable paddleboards out there go to maddleboards.com check out all the designs and let us know which one you get One of the first things I did when I hired out was I actually did trade. So I just want to say that this Love is that. an option too, when you're starting out, especially with personal training. Um, I did a lot of different things for trade. Like I did training and for hair and services like that, but I actually did train my mom. She joined a group and I told her I started uh, charging friends and family because I realized at the beginning when I was not charging friends and family, they just weren't getting results and they, I just felt taken advantage of. So I started to charge friends and family rates and my mom really wanted to work out with this group. And so she, and she loves cleaning. And so we had an exchange. She cleaned the house uh, two days a month for her personal training. And that worked really well. I did personal training trade for many different things. So graphic design work and things like that. So if you have a service or skill that you can trade, cause it feels like maybe the money is a little scary, or maybe it's tight and you already, your budget is already really thin. See if there's ways you can trade and you can use some of your time to work with someone, maybe put them in a group program. So it's not taking any more of your time. So that was my mom's too. She was in a group program. So it wasn't an, an extra hour for her or anything like that. Um, but the, those are other ways you can get creative. Like we talked about in the last money episode, you can be resourceful, be resourceful, uh, even with childcare, you know, if you have kids, maybe trade some nights out so you can go on a date with your partner and have someone babysit. And there's so many things like that, that are really important to, um, to get your time back. Like totally. I really think it's about getting your time back and getting that mental energy back. One of my clients, Jesse Mundell, she is, uh, works with women. She has certification for, uh, postpartum women, uh, postpartum trainers. And she always says that childcare is self-care. And mm. I love that. She has two young kids. She runs a full-time business, six-figure business. And she always says that childcare is self-care. And I think, again, coming back to the shame and guilt conversation, you know, when Danny talks about, you know, making time for yourself or, you know, hiring out, it really is self-care. And even if you could technically take care of your own kids, number one, you know, we have someone in our family who is a full-time nanny and she absolutely loves that work. And she like loves kids and she doesn't get, you know, uh, impatient and she doesn't feel resentment and she doesn't feel all things that moms can sometimes feel. She loves it. She gets paid for it. She gets, and she is just happy to do it. So there are people out there who want to take your kids for you for a couple hours <laughs> and it doesn't make you a bad mom. It doesn't mean anything about, you know, I could be doing this myself or, mm-hmm. you know, are they going to see me as like, you're not fucking up your kids. You're taking a couple hours for yourself so you can provide for your family and also come back to the, the parent role. I assume with more patience, you know, it's just what I've heard from my own clients is like, they come back as a mom and they feel ready. They miss their kids when they haven't been able to hang with them for a few hours. So they come back excited to play and hang out. And they don't have resentment and they got a shitload of stuff done. So I always love that she says that because I think moms need that permission sometimes. 
I agree. I think yeah. we all need that permission. And also you said something that was kind of slipped in there was just because you hire it out doesn't mean you can't do it. Just because you're hiring out childcare doesn't mean you can't take care of your kids or just because you're hiring out cleaning doesn't mean you can't clean or you suck at it. It's just something you don't need to do all the time for every reason. So it doesn't say anything about you if you don't do it. I think a lot of us maybe derive some kind of value in like cooking or cleaning mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, the thing that you answering your value. own emails, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's a principal thing. I think for me, for it was for a while, like sort of a principal thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's just a fucking joke. Keith's always like, well, <laughs> oh, you know, you're not going to clean that. And I'm like, you're right. I'm definitely <laughs> not going to clean that. So let's figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I love it. If I could just have someone bring the trash cans in from the curb every week, that's fun. (laughs) I don't know why that feels like so much work. (laughs) Just drive 20 feet, but I I don't know what it is. There you go. You know, I, and it, I didn't always feel this way. I always felt more like in my younger years, I think maybe my time was in less demand than it is now. Mm. You know, I think when I was younger, it was like, I never, that stuff didn't really drain me that much. Now it's like, even the thought of it fucking drains me. I don't know what that is. I think it's just being older and then just, and just really enjoying the things that you are good at and like doing, you know, I do feel resentment when I have to do shit that takes me away from my purpose and, you know, my business building stuff, you know, when it's stuff that I'm just like, fuck, this is an errand or whatever. I'm like, I could be doing something that I would like a lot more that I'm more passionate about that would actually impact more people. So, yeah, I think you get to that point where, you know, even just the thought of it is just like, fuck. So find someone who would love to do that for you. There's a lot of people. And literally probably anything, dog walking. People will come to your house, walk your dog while you're at work. So Danny almost did. I could see Danny doing dog walking. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did twice just to see it. I was like, nah. Yeah, it's not for you. But you get to hang out with the dogs. You get like, you pay me to hang out with your dogs. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this and, you know, any mindset breaks that you had that are breakthroughs that you had maybe the first time you hired, or if this helped you decide to do it, let's hear it in the Facebook group, go to the bestlifepodcast.com. Our website will link you to all our episodes and our private Facebook group where we have fun conversations and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.